Kate Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about it. We need to Louis. talk to someone about it. mate. Buongiorno. Come this time. Quanto costa por favore. We are talking backpackers today on Gotta Be Done, Kate. Wunderbar. Oh, wunderbar. Doesn't Bandit just come into his own <laughs> as a globe trotting um, recalcitrant? Like, he's just. <laughs> He is, uh, yeah, really living the backpacker dream. I want to know which, you know, which country uh, Socks, Muffin, Bluey and Bear, uh, and Bingo have been visiting because there is all sorts of stuff going on in this episode. There's a bit of India, there's a bit of Italy, there's beautiful Brisbane, obviously, is the backdrop. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are tuk-tuk rides and there are croissants. So it's... God help us all. Well... What I got was that um, that young Bandit and Chili in their free and easy days have been to all these places mm. and have done a good job imprinting their adventurous former lives on the girls, <laughs> whereas Socks and Muffin don't even know what backpacking is. <laughs> What's backpacking? It's where you go on holiday and you carry everything you own in big backpacks. Can we play it? We can be the backpacks. Yet again, Stripe and Trixie, what, what, just going to Bali, is that all they've ever done? Like, Or possibly they're a cruise couple. Do you think they just oh. bypassed the backpacking and only went cruising? Like, I reckon they're a, I reckon they're a kids club and a Balinese villa <laughs> kind of family, to be honest. Like, I, now that we know Dan Brum um, is actually referred to as Uncle Stripe by his nieces and nephews. Yeah, because which, of the stripe of grey in his hair. Um, I do feel slightly bad about the character assassination <laughs> we've very thoroughly done on Uncle Stripe, but I feel like we've gone so far. We shall go back now. I'm sure the Brums are enjoying it <laughs> secretly or otherwise. Sorry, sorry, Dan slash sorry, Stripe. Sorry, Dan. But, yeah, the cousins are in for an education, clearly. <laughs> and they cotton on pretty quickly, don't they? Yeah. I love the, yeah, wearing of the kids as backpacks. Did, did you get the impression that maybe this has been a game they've played before? Look, I think Bluey and Bingo are so creative. It wouldn't be surprising if this was the first time. But the sets did seem quite elaborate, really, <laughs> yes, didn't they? I mean, they are known for every I'm known for every country. occasion. <laughs> um, and uh, Bingo and Bluey, I feel, have definitely played this before just because they knew the, the language, you know. Like, um, they were getting the characters to say things like passports they knew that that's what you was required when you checked into a hotel that yeah. sort of stuff so um and even like the bargaining for the tuk-tuk which i thought was pretty genius <laughs> namaste mate hello how much for you to take us to this hotel 300 no the guidebook says 100 that's a good price no 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 300 why is it always more than the guidebook says <laughs> Um, when Tim and I went to Vietnam uh, a couple of years ago, pre-kids, and yeah, so it was actually quite a while ago now, and um, yeah, he had to stop me because I was having an argument over like 25 cents or something oh. from an Australian. I'm sure most people have, who have been backpacking have been there, but it was the principle of the thing, Mary. I was quite outraged. Anyway, that's fine. Speaking of um, long distant history, I realised that 
as we record this, it marks the 10 year anniversary of me and my backpack fronting up on your London floor <laughs> and taking up obnoxious residents for quite a while. Oh, so, that was brilliant though. It was a good time. I wonder whose floors Bandit and Chili were ending up on yeah. <laughs> as they backpacked to all these places, which Bandit has a phrase for every country. I love that. <laughs> he's, he's really getting in touch with the locals with his single word um, communication. Well, I mean, Mary, we've both been backpackers. On this. Tell me about your backpacking experience, Mary. Uh, well, yeah, it was 10 years ago that... Um, I quit a job and decided to pack a backpack and head around the States first for six months. So I wasn't getting to use any of those uh, fancy bandit phrases. I could just <laughs> I could just speak plain old Aussie and they understood what I was saying most probably, of the time. Probably 75% of the time, <laughs> let's be honest. So that's a problem Bluey's going to be having really soon <laughs> as, um, <laughs> as she finally hits the American market. But... But then, yeah, I did go to Europe. Um, Age and I have done a fair bit of South America, which has been mm. really lovely. Um, a bit of Southeast Asia. And I, in Southeast Asia is the vibe I get from the main vibe mm. I get from this episode as they're saying, no, thanks, no, thanks, no, thanks. <laughs> like Chile is is primed to deal with the uh, the hawkers. What about you? Um, yeah, Tim and I have done quite a lot. So I actually went backpacking on my own when I was 19. I had never been anywhere and decided to throw myself on the next plane to Europe mm-hmm. with just my backpack. And my parents were probably understandably pretty terrified, but it worked all right. So, yeah, <laughs> I took myself around Europe for... Uh-huh six weeks and then you know the winter uni break it's sort of a long one and you're not really doing anything exciting so that does sound lovely it was amazing and then um yeah and then tim and i did um we we backpacked around europe together for about three and a half months um after living and working in the southeast of england for a year and yeah it was great we um, started off in Italy and basically just kept going east to follow the cheap beers. <laughs> so uh, ended up in some really great places like Bulgaria and Bosnia, um, Croatia, obviously, and but like little places like Slovenia and um, Romania, okay. which were really interesting. Yeah, and met people on that trip who we're still really close with, which I think that's what traveling does, doesn't it? Kind of you form these really intense, fast friendships with people. And but staying in touch with them, was that pre-Facebook or post? Facebook had just launched. Oh, that makes such a difference, It hey? really has. And there are definitely people who would have slid off into the ether. Like, um, well, yeah. it's funny, like, even in even in this episode, the fact that Chili is so married to her guidebook kind of dates her travel experience. Yeah. Right. Where's that guidebook? It's somewhere. Aha! Now, I assume it's all TripAdvisor. Do guidebooks even exist anymore? Well, wouldn't it be just your phone? Because, like, roaming is so cheap now. It used to all be about the international phone cards. So, yes. like, surely you can just, like, for five bucks a day, why wouldn't you just have your smartphone in your pocket? And But, yeah, it was definitely lugging around a huge, um, that Europe guidebook for us. Um, and... Uh, there was a rail book as well that we picked up in England and we'd just rip pages out depending on what country we were in and what city we were in. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, in, I reckon I was on the cusp in maybe 2011 um, 
in South America, I remember like finding a backpackers that was in the guidebook and it sounded so promising um, at the Iguazu Falls. And we're like, okay, we're going to hit the Iguazu Falls. It's going to be amazing. We're going to get to these backpackers and the it just sounds like the most perfect place. But of course, once it's in the guidebook, it doesn't yeah. have to do anything else to make its money. So you've pretty much, you've got your river of gold there. And it was like literally a river of <laughs> the opposite of gold. Um, I think they just... Like oh, we're in lonely it was planet. A different let's color. put up a let's put up dongers everywhere, and we'll just sleep as many people as we can. We're on septic, but don't worry, a septic tank can never fill. And oh, it was horrifying. And oh I think God. that was the last time I opened a guidebook. I'm just like, right, burn them all. This this system does not work. Well, that was a pleasant two day train ride. Look, a whole new city to explore. Get out of it! What's with all these flies? <laughs> Whereas guidebooks might be a thing of the past, yeah, it's very relationship much dynamics. I think continue <laughs> to colour in every travel experience. Like, this is, there's two types of travellers really, aren't there? There is bandit, and there are there's chilly. There's the person that's always a little bit cranky and grumpy. <laughs> they didn't sleep on the two day train ride, and then there's um, the person that just wants to take a photo of every temple and in, and <clears throat> buying all the souvenirs and and like loving life. Yeah, it's it's optimist versus pessimist, <laughs> really, isn't it? But um, which one are you? <laughs> I am definitely the optimist like I wake up on any given travel day and in my head there's 12 different places at 12 different corners of the city that we can make it to all before <laughs> lunchtime and then have your heart just yeah it, it never comes off but to his credit age will humor me <laughs> and pretend he thinks it's all going to work and not even gloat that much when it doesn't and that's really the dynamic I'm getting from Bandit and Chili even though they both recognize each mm. other's faults they're um they've almost made a game of it which yeah. is really nice and obviously the girls can pick up on that because they know Bandit's faults. They know he's yeah. going to eat all the, croissants. all the croissants. They were so cheap. <laughs> so cheap. One banana. Um, so, yeah, it's it's nice to know within the Healer family that they've owned their own faults and everyone is, you know, being pretty upfront about, well, we, we can work around the grumps and, and yeah. the over-optimists and everyone else. <laughs> I do feel like the little stations along the way, as you said, Mayor, probably like stories that the girls have heard over the years about their travels, like the time that Dad ate all the croissants and then couldn't find a loo or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so that is, um, it's pretty ingenious, really, how they weave all those little bits of their own family history, I guess, into the games. Well, and it's funny because how do you, like, again, back in the mm. olden days, you know, you'd show your kid <laughs> the photo album yeah. of your travels, but I don't have any photo albums of my travels, like, and I'm not going to set them up on my Facebook because they'd be able to read all the posts. So. <laughs> um, I have a few albums on Facebook. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I guess just a Facebook Did you keep album. a diary? Oh, I was terrible. Oh, well, no, I wrote a column. I guess of I could, course, you I could, could show them your give column. Give them my column pieces, but uh, yeah. yeah, beyond Eminent that. Eminent traveller in the Herald <laughs> Should add, Mary was couch surfing, so you met some really interesting people. It was fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think couch surfing, well, no, couch surfing must still be a thing, but... 
because I was doing it 10 years ago, like all the people I talk to about couch surfing now is like, oh, it used to be cool. Now it's dead. But I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> couch surfing still exists. I hope it does yeah. because it's amazing. Um, surely it's just like if you buy 10,000 followers and you'd just be emailing hotels now to <laughs> set you up for free. Probably. Well, maybe. I have an audience in the Herald Sun. Yeah. Um, great paper. Uh, I loved that Chili wanted to stop and take the photo of the temple because Tim and I, I reckon, if there was one travel argument that has been constant throughout our relationship, it's that he only wants to see photos of people in them. <laughs> um, he was like, if it's if it if it doesn't have a person in it, it's a postcard. Right. So yeah. So, so selfies then? No, like he just wanted well, selfies weren't even really a thing when we were backpacking. Like it was sort of weird and to it's take a to photo a selfie, of yourself. Like get a whole large object in the back of a selfie and your faces up close. Yeah, like, that's true. Uh, there needs to be some sort of you know tape short course for that. <laughs> I would take that in a heartbeat. Selfie sticks didn't exist either. So yeah, so all drones. So um, <laughs> people seriously travel with drones now. I was working yeah. with a girl who was going to the states for like six weeks, and she's like, "So we bought a drone." I'm like, "Whoa, oh, right, okay." <laughs> oh yeah, but oh, it's time anyway. Um. I, I thought that was pretty funny that um, Chili wanted to stop and take a picture and, yeah, then was getting distracted by bead prices because, yeah, that, it was pretty much my vibe on holidays. <laughs> I'd be like, I've slept on the two-day train ride. I can haggle at the markets until the cows come home. And be like, I just want to go to the hotel already. Uh, it's, yeah, they've, yeah, I reckon every couple would just be having traumatic flashbacks possibly <laughs> or appreciating their... Um, yeah, the fact that they're home safe, which is where this story ends up. This place is all right. Yeah. And it's not even in the guidebook. Hey! <laughs> Finally, having made it to the hotel room with a toilet inside that room. <laughs> um, yeah, Chili and Bandit can look out onto the balcony to this incredible view of Brisbane, um, which I spent a lot of time in Brisbane trying to work out, oh, like yeah, triangulate yeah. how that view would work. I don't think it works. Mm, well, because they're sort of in a cul-de-sac at the top of a hill with a Queenslander looking out over the observatory. You did work out suburb. I, well, and no, I did not work out suburb. Oh. Um, lovely, bluey locations. Oh, yes. On Insta. Instagram, um, who does a great job of finding for real life um bluey scenes in brisbane and comparing the two um he reckons it's red hill but i don't like i could not work out a place where you'd be able to see both the cityscape mm. and the um observatory so i don't know but i'm not a local so i'm waiting to be educated on this <laughs> but i did see when we went to ludo mm. that they had that pic, that scene where Bandit and Chili are looking out over Brisbane, they actually had that in a big frame mm. um, with the caption, um, what Bandit says, this place is all right. And I really love that because mm. it's not just, you know, this place is all right. It's not terrible that we're not backpacking anymore, but it's a real statement about family life, I feel mm. like. Yeah, you know, sure, life has changed a lot. We're not as cool as we used to be. We're not getting to have the same adventures, but... Yeah, it is all right. I really like that. That's its own form of adventure, isn't it? Yeah, I really like that too. It, it, 
it's so easy when you're um, knee deep in substances <laughs> that do not belong to you to really reminisce about those days oh. where the most complicated thing was just like putting on a backpack and working out which city you were going to go to next. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and not having to worry about things like being financially secure or having a job or any of those sorts of things and part of me does kind of miss those days but then well, life was free and easy yeah, but free and easy yeah. <laughs> um, um yeah it's it's a good perspective it definitely is and i think um like the joy that we've experienced in the, the past few days just watching our kids playing together that's like a whole new dimension for me of parent joy so. yeah well i've been you know just taking kids to the beach i've been having so many flashbacks to life as a kid and, mm. and family holidays to the beach and that kind of thing so and bon is starting to ask oh when you were a little girl did you do this did you do that so i am looking forward to the day where i can sort of sit back and go well actually i traveled around america and went to all of the major music festivals yeah. <laughs> and, and just see his face go blank like whatever Ma. Yeah. <laughs> But one day he might think I'm cool. Um, <laughs> they never will. But, but Bluey and Bingo certainly seem to have internalised the travel stories of mm. Bandit and Chili. So I'm, I'm taking hope for that. I'm holding on to it. Yeah, just, just milk <laughs> Even it Even if I have to wear them as a backpack to make them appreciate <laughs> it, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's such a really nice episode and um it's kind of appropriate i guess that we're doing this while we're still on holiday yeah but, yeah back to real life uh, do you wish you could strap on a backpack tomorrow morning <laughs> i've actually um the, the bag i bought on this trip is the same backpack that i took when i was 19 it's still going strong oh my gosh you are winning it hashtag minimalism is that it <laughs> or hashtag Oh, Hashtag know. make do and mend. Uh, it's <laughs> still, never broken. It's, no, never. So yeah, you should say the brand and then like write to them and I should. Get I bought it bags. from Aussie Disposals. <laughs> My mum bought it for me as like an early nineteen, uh, tw- yeah, nineteenth birthday present maybe or yeah, something like okay. that. Yeah, it was really random and I think she was crying at the time. Oh, um, yeah, she was. It was like take this with my tears. Um, <gasps> you can hand it on to you. Oh, if it's still going by then, no, they will never get it. I'm really looking forward to the day where I could strap on a backpack again. Maybe when they're a bit older. Yeah. I would love to take, um, yeah, will one day maybe backpacking or not backpacking, but just, you know, to on a, on a long plane trip. Yeah. It's really hard to know what the right age is to travel with kids. Like, mm. I've heard that theory that you've got to take them when they're really little so you get the free flights, but... <laughs> But that theory is completely sadistic or masochistic <laughs> or just horrifying on every level. <laughs> we took Liv when... You did it. Yeah, yeah. We took Liv when she was 11 months and it was before we knew anything. Like, we knew that there were some developmental delays there, but we had no idea that there was anything more significant. Mm. So, um, yeah, looking back now, it would take a lot now for us to get it on a plane of that length yeah oh, full on. yeah and then like travel insurance i don't even know if we could get travel insurance for her anymore yeah. so um you know if we were to travel like sunshine coast is perfect because <laughs> they've got an excellent hospital which we have utilized and um you know it's domestic so yeah um it's actually been a point of a pretty intense discussion in our house because 
Tim and I both absolutely love travel, but maybe it's something that we're going to have to not do together for a little while at least. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I know. It's oh. sort of crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah, I guess I kind of – when we did that initial trip with Liv when she was 11 months, I thought – oh, this will be the start of us having those adventures with the kids, but maybe it's something that we're going to have to find other ways to, to get our fix over yeah. the years. Mm. Mm. Well, hooray for the Sunshine Coast in the meantime. You guys went on the equivalent of the London Eye on the Sunshine <laughs> Coast tonight. The Clown Eye. And actually we had such a beautiful moment because – like Liv's pretty much non-verbal mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she had a bit of a freak out before we went on the wheel and I kept giving her my iPhone to keep her calm on the wheel as the sun was setting and it wasn't an enclosed wheel. Oh so my God. I know, it was like high risk trauma. Oh, um, wow. But there was a moment um, afterwards when we were walking back to the car and we just all stopped and we were looking at um, the wheel lit up in rainbow colours and we just had some fish and chips on the beach and it was really beautiful. And um, Liv turned to me and just said, hug, hug, hug. And I got down and I I said to her, you do know I just really love you, don't you? And she just said, hug, 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 and then (laughs) gave me the tightest hug. And I was just like, this is what family holidays are all about. And then Tim and Will had they'd wandered sort of a bit further up but they saw what was happening and they both just sprinted in and we had this big family cuddle under the um rainbow um wheel so it was like our own little magic bluey moment so i'm seeing that happening animated in my head (laughs) (laughs) well they are looking for inspiration for the second series and we've got ideas so you know we can i'm more than happy to share um no, it was, a, it was a really nice moment for us. But, um, yeah, just those simple little moments that I think are part of our ch- – well, part of uh, – special in my life. Hopefully they will be the start of my own kids' travel adventures. Come on, lucky souvenir thing. Please let our passports be in here. Um, I did have a little um, show note that I wanted to talk about, Mare, which is the the little souvenir, which is bringing luck. It's the little dog who's playing a flute on a bull. And I was just doing a quick um, Google research as to the significance of um, Nandi or the bull in Indian culture. And um, basically it was um, explaining to me, and, and this is the legacy of wisdom.blogspot.com. So, um, you know, it's a really reputable yes. site. Um, but it was saying that the bull epitomizes the very culture of India. So, you know, um, the bull toils the whole day in the hot sun and helps cultivate the fields. But in return for its hard labor, it only gets um, basic sustenance. So it's it functions on the principle maximum work, minimum profit. Um, nice. But it's saying that um, its activities are not driven by its desires. It doesn't crave the fruit of its actions. It plays its role without worries of the past or anxieties for the future. It merely does what it ought to do in life. And, and that's the best code for living. And... And that's why the bull and the cow are sacred. Uh-huh. Um, but I just thought... Hey, Bluey lovers, Mary here. The lucky souvenir thing was not on our side with the recording of this episode. 
we managed to delete the last bit. Um, I don't know how, but I think you all know where Kate was going with the bull and the cow thing. Good work on all the parents out there and their maximum effort for sometimes minimal reward. We just wanted to remind you that you're all sacred to us. Um, We also wanted to remind you, you can check us out on all the socials and on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love you to subscribe and review us and we would love to see you back next Friday for Gotta Be Done. Bye. Oh, I mean, ciao, mate. Bonjour, mate. Bonjour. I'll take one croissant, please. No, no, you want all the croissants. Ah, I'll take all of your croissants, please.